Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. And Joe hates when people say, Satan, as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Hello, and welcome to Things Joe Hates. My name is Joe, and with me is my producer, Jake. Hello, Joe. And my lovely wife, Lisa, from upstairs. Hey, babe. Hey, and uh, got some logistics stuff for everybody this week. No episode next week. Aw. I know. Are you taking me away from my birthday? Uh, no. <laughs> We're going to be moving boxes on your birthday. I know. I'm as absolutely we move great with it. the Things Joe Hates studio to a more spacious location. Yes. And that's the only reason why. That's right. Just the studio. Just the studio. <laughs> yes. And the rest of Jake's apartment. <laughs> no, just the studio. And Just the studio. Well, that was some weekend we had this weekend, wasn't it, Jake? Big sports weekend. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Big rugby weekend. It was the first week of the Six Nations tournament. Yeah, who cares? Uh, the Super Bowl was pretty cool. I got to watch... Uh, <laughs> That's not necessary because I watched the Super Bowl too. Yeah, and that was a good game. It was a good game. It was an excellent game. I didn't have really any rooting interest. I kind of was like, well, I kind of feel for both teams, so it's like it's whatever. Right. I, I could just enjoy it without any kind of uh, uh, emotional investment in either either direction. I watched uh, Wales kick the crap out of uh, Italy. I watched a very good game between once, Ireland once again, and Scotland. It's like the Italians, Italians are good at soccer, not good at rugby. <laughs> Who do you think won the French England game? I think France won, if I remember they correctly. They did Ireland. win. <laughs> France and England. Yeah, the look like Ireland wasn't I an option. Of. Probably upset a lot of English people out there because you know that that's a rivalry going back like a couple thousand years. Right. Uh, but I was surprised by that game. The French team looks pretty good this year. So does the Irish team, and so does the Welsh team. And so does the Scottish team, actually. The Scottish team played a good game. Hmm. Uh, and I was shocked to see England not do well against France. Who play, where, where does Johnny Sexton play? <laughs> he plays for England, and uh, when he's in club, he plays for Leinster. Hmm. I thought he was Irish. He is Irish. Well, he what did I say, England? You said England. Oh, my God. That, no, like, he plays minute. for Ireland. Did I say England? <laughs> yes. Uh, can you fix that in post? Confused. God. Nope. That's terrible. Johnny Sexton's going to listen to this now. And no, he's gonna he, no get, Johnny he's Sexton gonna, plays for Ireland. He's going to spin into an ethnic rage. <laughs> he is, he'll do no such he thing. He said, you called me an Englishman? <laughs> <laughs> no, Johnny Sexton plays for Ireland. And when he's not playing for the national team, he plays for Leinster. In Ireland. In Ireland, right, yeah, which okay. is an, uh, one of the provincial teams in Ireland from the... Yeah. Yeah. Nothing to do with England. Nothing to do with England at all. <laughs> nope. Just to be nope. clear for Johnny's sake. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it was a Super Bowl weekend. It was, it a, was good, a Super Bowl. Good game. There were a lot of dumb commercials, but this year there were some more good commercials, I think, than last year. I think last year there was only like maybe one that I laughed out loud at. Right. But this year there was a couple I thought were pretty funny. There was, uh, you know what? But I can't remember any of them. I am going to say it. Go ahead. I didn't watch it. Any of it. Really? Yeah, you were in the I mean, room. you know what? I can't say any I watched about 10 minutes of the uh, the halftime show. 
Yeah. And it was not impressive. It wasn't impressive. I mean, there's a lot of crap on Facebook about it, but I don't care. If you don't get into that kind of music or you don't care about J-Lo or Shakira, you're going to be like, who gives a darn, you know? Right. It just didn't matter. I mean, if you didn't want your kids to watch it, make them leave the room or turn it off. You have a choice. Oh, were people upset about the show? I didn't Big get Big time. I didn't oh, get that at all. On, I'm getting... I'm getting Justin Timberlake and uh, the Jackson sister <laughs> throwbacks. Well, don't you remember all that? Uh, I was everybody a, no, was like, no, no. I don't remember no. that as a kid. I was a kid when that happened. I'm like, and everybody next day was talking about, oh, did you see uh, what happened on TV at the Super Bowl? I'm like, no. I don't know. I don't know if my parents got me out of there in time or what, or maybe I was just no, like, it's there was no time for that. There was. You were yeah. eating. It's halftime. You probably. were probably. You know, I was probably going to get some chili. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was. I was like. 11, 12 years old or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, the yeah, it was a good game. Yep. And uh, they were, the haters were out. All the people are like, sports ball. Who cares about sports ball? <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> it's not a personality hating sports ball. Now, I will uh, I will uh, say that I'm, I'm part of that with, with, with American football, but not sports in general. I like football. I just didn't care to watch it yesterday. Yeah, that's fine. But you're not going out there going, if you spend energy on this, you're dumb. No. I think I, if you enjoy football, you should watch football. It's entertaining. I right. like the game. I like the strategy that's involved with it. Like, I, I just enjoy the game. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, Caleb pointed out, though, that uh, this happens in the other direction as well. You know, right. You get meatheads that are like, there's nothing but football. Yeah. So, it, you know, you can be... I went to high school with a bunch of those meatheads. You can, look, you can go and be interested in things other than football and not hate football. And enjoy it too. Like, there's no why is there have to be this? Because Jake, we're all about the false dichotomy these days. Yeah, you know well, that. That's just in. Ge- I think that's just in general. I don't think this uh, these days thing. Yeah, you're right. Okay, maybe that's you're just right. The way but things, it's way all are. we're all about the false dichotomies, right? Do you like cats or dogs? You can't like both. Well, I do like both. In fact, I will sit down and have a cat in one hand and a dog in the other. Literally, have like that a, happen. You sound like a evil villain as you do that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just Next, holding these pets up in your hands. Well, actually, they're both they're, the cat and the dog are the evil villain. I am the slave, essentially, petting both of these animals. Uh, while Baby they, Yoda and in, Josie. Yeah, while they enjoy themselves. <laughs> well, that's enough sports ball talk, Jake. Let's get on to things I hate. And this is a grab bag episode. All right. And you know what I hate? Yeah. Hey, this happened to me today. I do know what you hate. <laughs> I hate I know everything that you hate. In fact, you don't even need to tell me what you hate. I just know it in my head. All right, that's it for the things Joe hates. Uh, you, you can like us on Facebook. At- the listeners don't know this. Oh, right? oh okay. I hate that I can't get my glasses clean. Yeah, that's annoying. I still can't get them clean. I think we all have glasses. We do. The three yeah. of us. Yep. Do you ever, like the beginning of the day, you have like Here's all Windex. the- Windex. No, that takes the protective coating off, the gl- off your glasses. The glare doesn't- Protection doesn't work for me. No, the glare. Yeah, you still glare at me. That's right. <laughs> the glare protection doesn't work for me. Why? Because I took it off with the Windex. No, she was the first time. The first time Lisa and I ever went to get glasses, I she was getting. I said, "Did you put the anti-glare coating on the glasses?" And Lisa looks at me like, "Why are you asking that question?" And I go, "See, it's not working." Oh my god, that's a boomer joke. <laughs> my wife was glaring at me. I'll explain the humor now. That that takes oh all humor God. out of anyway. That is not funny. No, <laughs> I can't continue. stand it. Just continue. I can't because st- I get up in the morning and there are because 
at night. Dust particulates. Dust particulates, or maybe I'm, you know, tired and going to bed and grabbing my glasses, just putting them down, and there's fingerprints Ooh. on it from last night. Ooh. And oh, that sends shivers. I cannot I like get them out off the glass. I can't get them off the glass. I, and I don't want to go to the glasses store, to the optometrist you, or ophthalmologist. You can't get it off at all. Pay, I, they I gave can, you spray but it takes when you were so there. Long. Just it takes like so a long. T-shirt. You know, you know what works great. Breath, br- breathe on it, produce some moisture, wipe it with cotton t-shirt. You're good. Lisa's brother's wife had gave us uh, the promotional uh, things she has for Christine. Gave us the pr- promotional glasses wipes. Yeah. Right. It's like, but it's like terry cloth on one side. That thing works great. Yeah. I got that in my in my in my glasses case, but my glasses case is always in my backpack in the other side of the room. See, now I'm self-conscious about all the dust that's on my glasses Yeah, I know, right me now, too. I'm, I'm looking at that. Look, look at these I'm fingerprints. Gonna, as we're doing this, I'm cleaning my glasses oh, now. I can't... Well, well, I could do it with this shirt. Yeah. Mine are clean. But that happens to me in the morning, too, and, and then when I go to work, I wear a polo to work. But yeah. It's like the way it's And a polo does woven. not clean your glasses. No, it doesn't. And it's the knit. Yeah. It's... Because it's knitted, it doesn't... Clean, it just smudges everything around, you know? Right. And uh, yeah, I'm cleaning my glasses right now. Hang yeah, on. me too. <laughs> I hate underpowered water fountains, Jake. <laughs> you gotta like put your mouth on. Them. <laughs> <laughs> Just slurp it up. <laughs> I am not doing that. Have you ever been to a place you know you're thirsty? It's hot. You know what? This happens everywhere. Is every public park in the state of Maryland? You walk around and you're like, when you were a kid, you'd be running around like Wheaton Regional Park or something like that. You'd be like, oh, I'm so hot and sweaty. And you see the long line of kids at the water fountain. You'd wait there in line at the water fountain and you get up there and you turn the fountain and a little dribble of water would come out. And I'd be like, nope, I'll die of thirst. Thanks. Because I know every kid before me has had his mouth all over that spigot that there is. I am not drinking that. I'll drink it if it has a six-inch arch in it. If it doesn't have a six-inch arch in that water fountain, I'm not drinking from Joe, it. Joe, what do you do with that ruler? Oh, right? gosh. <laughs> you hear, zhik. You weren't thirsty enough. I wasn't thirsty enough. That's right. I wasn't. Th- I hate that. It, it it's is, pretty gross. I, agree. I totally agree with you, but if you were thirsty enough, you would have just done it. Yeah. But I agree with you. It's gross. I hate when my daughter opens a box of Pop-Tarts upside down. Oh, why? <laughs> You know, when, when she moved out. All you had to do was say that once, and from then on, they were always right. open that way. When she oh, moved out. Oh, I see. So she did it to, to bug the hell out of oh, yeah. I was We were discussing this with her in the other room before this, and I said, I'm going to put on the fact that I don't like that you opened a box of Pop-Tarts upside down. Oh, you know what? I remember that now. And she I remember says, that now because I specifically opened one up the right way. Like, I got to it she first. She closed it and then opened the other end up. <laughs> <laughs> She duct taped it, I think. I opened it up right, like a normal person. Right. And I was like, uh, you know, and I just pulled it out. And she goes, what did you do? What did you do that for? I opened it? It really <laughs> irritates him when you open it from the yeah, bottom. Yeah, she's like, no, no, you got to do it like this. And she opened another one up from the bottom. I'm like, what? <laughs> now there's two things I hate. She's opened that bo- box from the bottom. And she's opened a second box when the first box isn't empty. Ah. <sighs> Dad problems. Makes me uh, crazy. Yes, things Joe hates. And finally, the last hate for me is I hate bad exposition in a, in a show, especially when it makes me yell, what is happening at the TV? And I've got a prime example of this. Okay. Okay. An Amazon prime example? Uh, no, actually, it's a Netflix uh, example. Uh, Sorry. But it's The Witcher. 
Okay. Now I haven't watched that yet. I would encourage you to watch it. It's a good show, actually. Okay. But there's one piece of information you should have before you begin watching the show. And what I'm about to tell you is not a spoiler. Okay. Because they kind of allude to it during the first episode, but they don't make it clear in the first episode, and you 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 don't understand what's happening. But there's a there are two main characters in this show. One of them is a princess named Siri. Mm-hmm. And the other one is The Witcher, right? Okay. When you start watching the show... Hey, Siri, what timeline is this? That's a good one. That's that's excellent. When you start watching the show, you're watching the Princess Siri timeline, right? And then okay. they jump to The Witcher timeline. But what they don't make clear to you is that The Witcher timeline is happening way in the past. Huh. And that is important as these timelines begin to converge. As the show goes on, you go, oh, is this... They needed to make that a little more clear. It was so not clear. It yeah. was it was so not clear what was going we on in that show. We had to watch it twice. And, and I was literally going, what, what is, is going on here? Happening? I have no idea. I mean, it's not like Pulp Fiction. For some reason, when Quentin Tarantino did Pulp Fiction and it jumped around a lot, yeah. that was doable. Yeah, it, it felt like they were trying to do something like that with this show. What's that movie... Where the guy has amnesia and he has to like write things down to remember what's the name of that? Fifty first states? No. God no. <laughs> no. Oh, I know. It's called the hangover. No, no, where the like this guy Kayla showed it to me. It was a great movie. Uh Groundhog Day. <laughs> this is like one of those posts where it's like describe a movie but wrong answers only. Right. <laughs> it's a guy where he's like got he has to like tattoo things on himself so he can remember it and then he thinks people are trying to kill him or 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 he's somebody killed someone he lo- like his wife or something like that. And so he has to figure things out and he, but he like he'll in the mo- in the span of a few minutes forget everything and like need to remember Oh, that sounds on. like that Doctor Who guy. No. Yeah, the doctor, the silence from Doctor the Who. The silence. No, 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 it was a movie from like 2000. I didn't see it. Sure, wasn't Groundhog Day. <laughs> yes. So, uh, can I tell a Groundhog Day story? <laughs> oh my god, this is a great story. There's a we have a running joke in our marriage that uh, every Groundhog you and Lisa, Day, right? Yes, Lisa and I. Okay, have, not uh, not the other one. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you not know? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Turn the pot here, Jake. Turn the pot. <laughs> so, when we first got married, actually, it may have been a little bit later than that, but one day I get a phone call. I'm at work, and Lisa's on the other end, and it's like late in January. And she goes, uh, So, I was wondering, what are you getting me for Groundhog Day? And I respond, Well, I don't know. I haven't given it much thought. What do you want for Groundhog Wait a minute! <laughs> <laughs> That's not a traditional day of exchanging gift. You're getting nothing for Groundhog Day. That's it. Nothing. That just means he doesn't love you. That's what I said. That's and I that's said. what she said for the past <laughs> twenty four years. You know what happened Groundhog uh, on Groundhog Day morning? I woke up, I stretched, I went, ah, It's Groundhog Day <laughs> and I looked over and I said, What'd you get me? Same thing I got you last year. <laughs> exactly. Spring <what> early. <laughs> So the movie, I just Googled it, and Kayla confirmed it. It's Memento. Memento. So it it's it's a 2000 movie, and it's a very good movie. Definitely check it out. It has things about timelines 
that seem a little confusing at first, but as the movie goes on, more and more is, is explained. And, and part of the, the, the resolution of the movie is beginning to understand the timeline. So it's intentionally vague at first. Ah. But it, it's a, a very interesting device, the way they use it. it it's... It is confusing, but it make it's not confusing like frustratingly confusing. It's confusing like I need to know more. So Memento is an example of it being done well. Yes, of timelines being intertwined well. Right, and The Witcher is an example of timelines actually being written well, but the exposition not being good enough. Right. That's my opinion. The show is a good show, and if you know what I just told you, it'll be much more enjoyable, and you'll only have to watch it through once. Jake, what do we got for Joe Rates Your Hate? First thing we have here is from Things Joe Hates Jr. <laughs> he says, I hate parking on the wrong side of the pump at a busy gas station. Oh. You finally find a pump and boom, you look like an idiot. That's how he said it. Idiot, yeah. Makes me want to push the emergency shutoff button out of spite. <laughs> if <laughs> I have to be inconvenienced, Wait. everybody has to be inconvenienced. But you made the mistake. Yeah. Why are you inconveniencing everybody else? Because you messed up. It yeah. doesn't surprise me he wanted to push that button. <laughs> he did that well, one that in the... <laughs> go ahead you might as well tell the story <laughs> we're already into this I don't know. our daughter was in first grade jake yeah and that means our son was thanks joe hates jr th- which thinks, is his legal name right uh was was in in i think four-year-old like preschool, preschool kind right? Of thing. So he didn't go to school every day. Lisa was going to chaperone the Halloween party. So I had Joey in foot in tow. So Joe was in tow with her, right? In, uh, you know, like little tiny Joe, and <laughs> Lisa. They're having the party. Everything's going off great, and all of a sudden the fire alarm goes off, right? <laughs> and all the kids start lining up, but Lisa immediately thinks Joey. Joey, Joey doesn't know that this is a fire drill and doesn't know how to act. Where is he? She starts scanning the room and she scans the room and she finds him and he's over by the fire lever, (laughs) slowly lowering his hand and going, turning around with his eyes all big, going, doing like Steve Urkel. Did I do that? (laughs) Oh my God. I'll never forget it. And What's the statute of limitations on falsely pulling a fire alarm? Oh well, no, you, we, we didn't cover it up. Lisa well, went down to the eight hundred oh, grade okay. school kids go shooting out of the school, <laughs> right? With with in the middle of their Halloween party, and um, as as I finally got Joey, and they tried to to go down to the the office to let him know what happened. They did, but there was nothing to do. Once it's pulled, the fire trucks and everybody have to come because it was not a planned event, right? So. I got Joey, and I said, we're going home now. (laughs) (laughs) Kayla, down the hallway we go. And as we're going down the hallway, we hear um, the monster mash going off in a couple rooms with cupcakes upside down on the floor. (laughs) I'm like, well, dang it. I got home, and the principal, well, the phone rang. I picked it up, and it's just this lady giggling. In the other end of the phone, going, I said, "This is not funny," because she happened to be a personal friend of mine as well. <laughs> she says, "Oh no, you are wrong. It is absolutely one of the funniest things that's ever happened in my entire career." I was like, "We have to move. <laughs> Joey cannot come to your school. We can't show our faces in public here ever again." And we actually did move before he went we to that did. school. <laughs> we never went to that school. So anyhow, that was probably one of the funniest Halloween. Yeah. So that's why you moved, Joey? Yeah. Yeah. It was your fault. <laughs> he pulled a fire alarm. Oh, my gosh. 
I'll never forget the look as I turned well, around scanning the room. I finally went, and he was like this. <gasps> so, so first off, you're telling me there's a pattern here. Yeah. Second, <laughs> pattern? What pattern? He, I'm gonna he I'm gonna say? cause a fuss. Oh, okay. Uh, me, specifically though, if I you do don't know what side of the your car the tank is, that's your yes. fault. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you know, Joe hates Junior, but that's your fault. I will agree with this only because you do it all the time. I do it because I'm dri- when I'm driving my car, I'm get I'm pulling in and I have a Toyota, and Toyota puts all their gas. It's ports. literally right. You don't have to move. If you look at your gas gauge, it'll have an arrow on either you're, side. You're one hundred percent correct. That that's how you can tell. But I just pull in out of force of habit, like like a sane person into the into the gas station, and then I realize I'm driving my wife's car and I just parked wrong. You know what was great? I had a 1977 Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme. You know where the gas cap for that one was? License plate under the license plate. It yeah. didn't matter what side you parked on. You could always get. To the to the uh, yeah, God forbid though you park in the the like you don't pull all the way through to the second pump during the first <laughs> one because you get all the way forward right you got that it's a cutlass so it's a boat yeah it and was it a basically huge cuts car. off everybody else in front of you you take it up two pumps instead yeah of no one. I always did pull to the forward the forward most pump I, look I just try to do that anyway and it yes if it's not my car I might mess that up but if it's your own car. There's no reason for you to mess that yeah, up. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Uh, I, I only, I usually only do it in Lisa's car. I don't do it in my car. Yeah. Next, we've got Francis from Twitter. He says, I hate that Amazon packaging is so wasteful. I ordered a 3.5 gram thermal paste tube, which could very easily fit in a small envelope. But no, Amazon had to package it in a box about a cubic foot in size. Huh. I, you know what? I kind of appreciate Tape this. To the bottom and I'll of tell the you thing. why. Right. I'll tell you why I appreciate that. And the reason they probably do it is those little packages get lost real easy. I've had little packages in the mail get lost just because of their size. That's right. actually very true. So uh, I used to work at UPS on the sorting aisle, and then I was also a supervisor there that would plan the routes for the brown trucks to go around in the morning. Right. And part of that meant I had to help load the trucks and everything. And there's conveyor belts all over the place. There are boxes and things that get lost in there, specifically things that are like letter, that letter size that can easily slip under a conveyor belt. Right. They'll get lost and they're just gone. Yep. So you're, it's probably for the best that you have overpackaged. Right. If nothing else, now you have a box. You can use that box for something else. Yep. Like moving. <laughs> right, because we're sitting here in a room full of boxes. You weren't moving and using our boxes. I actually cut mine off and used mine as mini bolts for my fabric in my craft room. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's it. Having been doing this, I did this for work. It's probably best that that's the case, because otherwise you might never get it. That's a very good point, Lisa. Yeah, so uh, I understand why you hate this. I guess I kind of do hate the wastefulness of it, but I, I I think Jake and Lisa make good points that it keeps it from getting lost in transit. That's probably the number one reason why. Yeah. Again, it yeah, you can just use it for packaging something else then. Yep. Next, we have Travis from Facebook. He says, I hate you not reading my hate on the air. Well, there you go, Travis. We just read it. What's next? <laughs> Next, we got Tom from Facebook. He says, I hate trying on new shoes at the store. You get like five different pairs you like in your... Su- five? Wow. That's uh, I'm, I'm lucky if I find one where I'm like, yeah, this is all right. I have to struggle to find three. 
three. I, I, I have to struggle to find three. I have to struggle to find one where I go, this doesn't make my feet look like clown feet, does it? <laughs> I'm always afraid they look like Frankenstein feet. So, uh, but he says he, uh, there, it, you get like five different pairs you like in your size. You try each one on, but only one of the two, because the other one has that giant plastic theft prevention thing on it that makes it impossible to lace. Then you hobble up and down the aisle on one shoe until you've convinced yourself it's not too bad. Then you think, maybe I should try a size smaller or bigger just to see. You finally give up and pick one. Then you get them home, and the one you tried on is pretty good, but the one that had the theft prevention thing on it feels like someone is digging into your ankle with a pocket knife. Ugh, because you didn't get to try it on properly in the store. Sounds like you got two different Return. size. You got two different size feet there. <laughs> I think I think what Tom needs to do is is uh, return. No, stop shopping at Target for shoes or Kohl's because and that's where we bought a lot of our shoes. He doesn't say where he shops, does he? Well, I mean, but that that's in, that's what the sound is that because they're the ones that put the the anti theft devices on the shoes. Go to a place where they have, um, where the people will bring out the shoes to you. On a silver platter. Not on a silver platter. And then they put them on for you, no matter how your feet stink. So what's next, Jake? Next, we've got Rory from Twitter. Ah. I like Rory's handle, Dirty Harry underscore IE. Yes. Six shots are only five. <laughs> he says he hates single-spaced, non-justified Word documents. And I suppose LibreOffice is hard, too, but I like that in principle. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think I have a problem with single-spaced, non-justified Text. Does he mean not justified like the newspaper style justification? Because there's there's left, center, right, and then there's the. I guess that's non justified. Yeah, I, I think what one. he means is just like left justified, right? So that you're you're reading from left to right, and the right edge is ragged. No, that's just left justified. Yeah, it's ragged right. Yeah, but he he's talking about non justified. I imagine he means like the the newspaper block style, like it spaces it out. So that that line just take like every line takes up the same amount of space. Oh, is that what? Because right? I think yeah. he's saying he hates when that doesn't happen. I don't know. Say, I hate single spaced, non justified word documents. Rory, I think we need a little more clarification on this. Yeah, hate. but either way, I don't know that it, like single spaced and yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't have a preference one way or the other. What's next, Jake? Next, we've got world-famous podcast artist Susie Blake. Hello, Susie. Susie. Susie says, I hate when people treat servers as subhuman. I hate when anybody treats anybody as subhuman. Absolutely. I promise we want to make your night great just as much, if not more, as you. However, there are mistakes that happen. The kitchen could lose a ticket, or we are slammed and food can't come out as quick. Yelling at my new server assistant on her first day for dropping the check too early when you claim to be in a rush isn't helping anyone. You might think you're teaching her a valuable lesson, but you are just causing needless anxiety in an already tough job. Hope you're proud of your 5% tip, not meant for Joe or Jake, just a rant from the experience. That's right, because I've never tipped anybody 5%. Me either. There have been times where I have tipped 0%. It is if, very rare. This has happened maybe once, twice. If ever. somebody has royally screwed up it and was, it seems like they have deliberately it, ignored they you. Weren't just, they weren't just... It was it was beyond just poor service. Like this person was directly rude to my face. Right. Like almost had an argument with me at the restaurant. I'm like, who are you? Why are you arguing with me about? Like, yeah. What is this? Like this dude was a jerk. 
Right. I didn't want anything to do with them anymore. I said, screw you. I'm not giving you any extra money. That's right. That's, that's garbage. Yeah, I would it's have very, went straight to the manager. None of that would have happened. Very, very yeah. rare do I do this. Mo- vast majority of the time, 20% is my baseline. Right. Because you know, I, think, I feel like that's a fair amount. And then if you do really well, like you're really nice and you're, you're always, everything's always topped off and all that. Give you a little extra. Yep. And always round up kind of thing. Right. Very rarely will I go below 20%. I go, you know, but again, it's, it's like, it would have to be something like, you're we're there, we get in, we order. It's a long period of time. Other people come in, they order. Another long period of time passes. They get their food. Another long period of time passes, and we still have nothing. Right. It would be something like that. And even then, it would be more. It would be more like you're constantly paying attention to everybody else in your section, never coming by to us. And if and we still don't have our food, and then we're like, uh, what's going on? And then nothing ever comes of it. You know. Like there was one guy, um, I think it was at uh, BJ's Brewhouse. Yes. So one uh, waiter, he came up, and, and we were like, "Excuse me, it's been a little bit. Uh, can you like, what's going on?" And and he's like, "Hang on, I'll, I'll be right back." And he went back to the kitchen. He figured out what was going on. And he's like, "We're really sorry. It got lost in the shuffle back there. We're working on it." You know, that's that's all I need. That's right. all I need. It's not. And I think the vast majority of servers I've had have done that. Right. So I, I think the vast majority of customers are like that's cool. Actually, and I think everybody should wait tables once in their life. Oh, everybody should do something, some service, some service job work in their life. Retail, yeah, waiting tables, cashier, selling shoes. Things. I sold shoes, shovel, horse dung. Yeah, nope. I worked in a uh, Chuck E. Cheese well, one that. time making pizza. Oh really? Yeah. Oh man, Joe, you ever get uh, you ever get drafted to wear the suit? Yes. Yes, uh- I did. <laughs> I. That is hilarious. I have this wonderful image in my head now of Joe dressed up as Charles Entertainment Cheese. Right. <laughs> yeah, I had to dress up in the rat suit. What's next, Jake? Next, we've got Rant of the Week. Woo, Rant of the Week. From Koi Zero on Twitter. They say, food blogs annoy me. I want a simple cake recipe. Yeah. I don't want a tome. What's a tome? A tome is a big, thick book. It's one of those uh, big, big words that hurt my country brain, Joe. It I can't figure it out. Four letters, Jake. T-O-N-E. That's a big word. I can't read it. It's really not. Peppered it's... with Instagram photos of the same slice at different angles. Hashtag with words like hashtag moist. <laughs> and a seven-page missive on cake. The recipe should be at the beginning. Yes. Oh, how many times have I ran to you about this? When I'm looking at a uh, a recipe site, I, I I guess a couple of times. I mean, if you really read most roast uh, okay, most here, places, I think you're missing the spirit of the podcast. No, that's fine. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's great because this just shows the dichotomy here, where you're like, I there is nothing in my world but hate, and then Lisa's like, you hate some things, I guess. <laughs> There's other things in the world though, other than hating things, right? It's so it. Lisa, that was very innocent of you, very pure. <laughs> Thank you. But I, I hate this. <laughs> well, so much. if you would look underneath, a lot of times these blogs and I and I am constantly looking for new recipes because I enjoy cooking, obviously. Yeah, but <laughs> and, well, underneath there yeah. is there's buttons. I'm patting that my says, belly as she know, says hit that. Hit this straight to the recipe. It has a recipe straight to recipe. It takes you straight there, and then it has a little print. Print it. Go. You don't have to read it. I'm actually getting hyperventilating about this. When I go why? looking for a recipe, Joe, why do you care that much? I want the recipe. I don't want the backstory about how you came across this recipe and who you knew that made this recipe and how they were special to you. 
I don't care. How many recipes the recipe? have you looked for? Old grandma, 20 years ago, gave me this recipe the day before she died. Who cares? Give me the cake <laughs> recipe. Grandma and I used to sit on the front porch and shuck corn for hours and hours and hours. And that reminds me about this cake recipe. Well, because you know it what? Back to my- what her problem was, wackadoodles. <laughs> I'm telling you right Me, now, a lot of times, <laughs> a lot of times these people on these web or these sites are explaining tricks to the recipe too. If you want to take the time to do it, if you don't, zip on down through and find the recipe. I yeah, cook. Koi I know Zero, the tricks. You hear that? I'm with you. I do this all the time. I I'm with you, Koi Zero. You're right. This is terrible. But it and is that's very why you're frustrating. Of the week with I'll this. give you because there's some that do not have the button, and then you seem like you're constantly going down. It, you're, you're just scrolling through their things, ads, and getting them more things ad revenue. Joe hates Junior <laughs> had a great answer for this. Control F the word ingredients. Yeah. Go down to huh. the bottom, and there it'll be. That's a good answer. I like that. I like that things Joe hates Junior. You've redeemed yourself from the uh, pulling the fire alarm. She's going to let me know if that works because I'll forget it. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. That's the show. Don't forget to check out our merchandise store and our YouTube channel. If you want to support us, we have a subscribe star. Links to all of these can be found on our website, thingsjoehates.com. If you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends. Also, it would help if you rated, review, and subscribe to us wherever you can find us and subscriptions help the most. Tell me what you hate. I would love to hear it. Follow Joe on Twitter at Things Joe Hates. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Things Joe Hates. Our email address is Things Joe Hates Podcast at gmail.com. Links to all of these can be found on our website, Things Joe Hates.com. Female voiceover is provided by Andrea Petrilli. Podcast artwork is by Susie Blake. I'm Nate Goodwin for Things Joe Hates.